Uh, yeah. Hey, twenty thousand dollars for this ice link. Thirty thousand for the plain Rolex. Twenty thousand dollars in my right pocket. Sipping codeine, I'm drinking Moet. Thirty-five hundred for my outfit. Wear the shit once and I don't go back. Been balling and I'm still balling, nigga. I ain't never got a post a throwback. We do Hellcats, not the scat packs. Hundred thousand in the Louis backpack. Hustlers don't sleep, we take cat naps. She gon' fuck me for the cheese, that's a rat trap. About Eastside niggas always being good. I didn't ask about Eastside niggas always being good. I asked about you. Yeah, I know. Eastside. So, we have already started recording. And I'm here. I know we have, because you always do that to me. I know. And I'm here with, uh, with Cherry. And people, what up, y'all? Before she even say something, oh my god, and she beat me to it. I have converted her to P Valley. <laughs> I have. Yeah, I'm definitely hooked. Yeah, definitely. And it was crazy because she was like, "I'm gonna watch it. Watch, believe me." And I was like, "You know the fuck you not." I went home that same night and I watched it. And yeah. do y'all know now I am pissed off that we gotta wait a whole two weeks before it comes back. What you mean two weeks? What the fuck are you talking about? They said it was two weeks before the next episode. I beat your ass. Don't disrespect me in this bitch like that. Don't what do you, me like that. What you talking about? I ain't see that. You should have stayed watching. It said two weeks. It said two episodes left. And in two weeks is when we show the next one is what they said. I beat their ass. You don't have to me. do it. Yeah, we gonna make we got to make some phone calls. So, since you're been watching, well, since you have mm-hmm. been watching Correct it. Correct English, y'all. I know. Eastside niggas. Ha! We here. We here. You left the bell downstairs again, didn't you? We here and we don't fear. 100. Yes, I did. Several times. Y'all can get this, man. <laughs> Shouts out to my brother AO for this uh, Queen of Sex and Blue Miss uh, hookah. Pretty fucking fire. Yes. Uh, Shouts out to me for the blueberry uh, Stella Rose, too. But would you go through it to convert other more uh other people over would you tell them what gets you hooked like oh i'm gonna watch this shit again are you asking me to do so right now or are you asking me like would i actually do it because the answer is yes you're asking me to tell the people what got me hooked really yeah, yeah. tell them tell them how cocaine is serious <laughs> and then i i want you to read a text about cocaine that's serious He's been picking with me since 15 minutes ago when I got here, and I don't like it. Like, I'm really about to have to hurt him. <laughs> Stick that whole hookah pipe down his throat. Anyway. She about to get her ass whooped. No, I'm not. Keep trying to tell this man I'm a whole thug. Anyways. She needs a whole hug. I definitely don't. You're not going to sit here and play me. It's, it's real nigga shit, but please, let me stop interrupting. You please do your part, I'm man. about to flip this table. Anyway, don't because if these coals fall on me and I'm a hot nigga, <laughs> you gonna be a I'm shot run nigga. The <laughs> you gonna be. Don't worry. All you gonna hear is pop, 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 pop goes my name. I'm not afraid of you. So you don't. Those bullets will allow you to be afraid of them. Not at all. Anywho, so the thing that um got me hooked on P Valley was it has a really good storyline. Like I wasn't expecting that because. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I wasn't expecting it. I just thought it was going to be about so, seeing the valley. Like, uh, so what was your expectations 
coming into it? Like, what did you actually think? Like, were you on a fence? Were you like, I'm gonna come in this bitch open minded? Like, how did you approach it? Cautiously, because I'm just like P Valley. Like I said, like obviously it's talking about pussy, but like I thought it was gonna be just all about pussy and just so. I gotta fuck you up. I thought when my brother told me about a P Valley, I seen and seen motherfuckers swinging on the pole, and he was like, "Man, a bitch almost fell." Woo, I'm like, oh, "Okay." Mm. I thought it was about actual strippers, like real okay. life strippers, dancing in the club and telling a story. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was like that. That I might have been interested in too. But okay. but I actually like I just thought it was gonna be like about a strip club and like the quirky happenings inside of a strip club or something like that. Like I didn't think that it was gonna be any real substance to it. But there's like a whole progressive storyline happening here. So you thought it was gonna be reality based? Yeah. As far as like more of a documentary. Mm, not exactly. Like I really. Uh, how do I describe? Because I don't start like outside of like power. I haven't really watched a bunch of shows on stars. And, um, you know, I've been trying to get into it now with my new fancy TV. Cause I can get, get it for free or whatever, man. So yeah. So a blessings on blessings. On blessings. <laughs> right. But so because of that, um, you know, I don't have much experience with star shows. And so in my mind, I thought it was going to be kind of like sitcom -y. Like, I just thought it was going to oh, be dumb. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you thought it was going to be more of a funny ha-ha-hee-hee. -hee. Yeah. Okay. I kind of thought it was going to be dumb, and I really wasn't too interested. Okay. That's real. But, um, like I said, it has a really good storyline to it. All of the characters are like, they're they're super relatable. Excuse me. So it's not like <laughs> a little bit that one. I ain't kicking it. Shut up. Go ahead. It's not like I don't know. Like I know some people who feel like, oh well, you know, like I'm a lawyer. I don't have anything in common with, you know, like a stripper or like even somebody like living on the streets or whatever. But these the characters are so relatable, um, and how you know the dealings that they go through at work, um, stuff going on with family and stuff like Mercedes and her mama. Hey, hey. Let me tell you something. <laughs> One thing that we got to, and first and foremost, Mercedes will and always be referred to as Bay on this show. Mm. <laughs> She's Bay. She she take over for the real life Bay. Okay. Uh, Mercedes. It everybody know a Mercedes. Facts. So we can't say that they're so. Every everybody from every walk of life is damn near the same. We have shit in common. Like we have seen you before. We have yeah. seen people like you before. So we can't be so judgmental or so in our feelings to where we're not open to understand. Cause these motherfuckers are just like us. True. Yeah. They, they just, in, they are, but you know, please go into detail. And then after that, I would like you to tell about your favorite character. Who I already know. <laughs> yeah, you already know my favorite character. So, um, but yeah, no. So like Mercedes and her mom. Like I won't, I won't go into too much detail in case there's somebody out there, several somebody's Fuck out there who wanted. No, for real. Like Fuck them. Okay, so Mercedes is like the headliner at this strip club, right? And she do her thing out there. She good. She flexible. She be she be killing it. Like there's this one scene that is actually super dope where she's up there um, on the pole. I almost jacked the off time. to her. 
because I seen her titty so much. Just oh, we at that level. Like we, that's that what that we. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I have seen her titties, but uh, three, four, five Ooh, episodes. Okay, so sh- go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, go Thanks. ahead. I I didn't like seeing on Uncle no, no. Clifford backside. I didn't I didn't like that shit. Don't talk about Uncle Clifford. Anyways, so um, hey, can't even remember what I was saying because this nigga over here just ugh. Okay. So, Mercedes doing her thing. There's this one scene that's incredible. I thought it was incredible because they have her um, up at the very top of the pole. And, I mean, she flipping and dipping, spinning around, doing a bunch of stuff. And they cut the music. Like, not in the show, obviously, but for the viewer. It's like the music is obviously obviously still going on. But for the viewer, they cut the music. Mm -hmm. And so, you can hear her grunting and groaning and, like, the effort and the work that she's putting into being on that pole. Now, I know myself. I know I'm flexible, but I know I ain't that flexible. And I don't have any core strength. So, there won't be any climbing up any poles for me. Mm -hmm. But. So, you and Mercedes, a.k.a. Bay, have a lot in common. Okay. She is a teacher. Yeah, she is a teacher. No, she was. She, uh, if you go on uh, IG... She put in, she uh made a post and said how she stepped away from teaching. She was like, it was hard, but I knew that life wasn't for me. Oh, wow. Okay. No, no, she was an actual teacher. Yeah. So in the show, she's actually a teacher too. She teaches dance, but, um, or like kind of like a cheer dance type thing. Um, but I didn't know that she was a real life teacher. That's what's up. Her Snoop, uh, Snoop go to bat for her a lot with shit. So that I found out being nosy, I was like, she... I was like, she's too cold. I gotta look at her shit. But she cold. I'm not surprised. She cold her on the show. Okay. Like in real life, it dumb it down. In the show, she could be like, I'm hungry. I'm like, shit, you want some roof, Chris? At the oh crib. Gosh. In real life, she'd be like, I'm hungry. Like, shit, the kitchen right there, nigga. Like, <laughs> I can't wait. Shit in there. I feel like in real life, you would still be cooking for her. No. Ah, uh, you might. I love cooking. I would. Mm-hmm. But but this is some understanding I have. No, it's yeah. not soft. But when you have a woman. You do shit for a woman. It was I a don't joke, a whole joke. Nah, I ain't tripping. I don't believe in. I don't like niggas who hard with everything. Like nigga, you can't be hard with your bitch. Sometimes you gotta be sensitive, nigga. And sometimes you gotta sit there and stroke her hair and and watch some shit. I love that. And you gotta be like, tell me about your day and rub on some feet. Mm. Or and booty. That, and that shit, yeah, definitely that. <laughs> definitely that. And my nigga, it's not gonna be too many days you get a back rub. That's real shit. Niggas got to understand that. But please go ahead. Finish. Because you didn't get to the part of your favorite person. Uh, so anyways. But yeah. So Mercedes, her mama is actually a preacher. Um, or no, she's not a preacher. She's, she sings at her church. She wants to preach. She feels like she's called to preach. Um, and she does some super dirty backhand, backstabbing type stuff to Mercedes. And Mercedes whoops her ass. Which episode? Because it was two. Um, the ass whooping started at the end of episode four, and then it continued in episode five because they were overpopulated in the little town jail cell, and they put her and her mom in the same cell. She sat around. She was like, ah, <laughs> and she messed her up. Oh, it was good. Real shit. And she deserved it too for what she did. Watch the show; you'll figure it out. And it's a very good show. Uh. Please tell your favorite. My person. favorite character is Uncle Clifford. I love me so Uncle Clifford, which is funny because when you told me about the show, you was like, "Okay, just watch the show, get to Uncle Clifford, and then tell me what you think." 
And I love Uncle Clifford. Because I didn't want to go into too much detail and sway you into a certain direction. Uncle Clifford is my dude. I love him. Yeah, you fuck with Uncle Cliff. I really do. Yeah. Because Uncle Clifford just want to be loved, and I just want to be loved. So, I'm going to keep shit a buck. Do you know every time we do this podcast, we do, like, wines? Every single time. Yeah. Are we wine-offs? No. Uh, that's a strong yes. So, uh, <laughs> even with that being said, I wanted you to be open and clear with them. It's a character by the name of Little Murder. Okay, so Uncle Clifford um, is the proprietor of the Pank. That's the name of the strip club. Head bitch in charge. He is the head bitch in charge. Uncle Clifford is, and he did Mercedes wrong. I want to whoop his ass when he did when he trying to like this your last night get the fuck on. Like, I don't know what you said uh, that for. But but you can understand that it was more hurt than anything. And it was like, I got to be strong and act like you don't got a part of my heart. Yeah, no, I didn't really see it like that, though. Like, it seemed more of like a... um. No, because Mercedes kind of was fucked up. You know, no, no, no. For sure, for sure, Uncle Clifford was hurt. But Uncle Clifford was, like, trying to stay strong because, like me, Uncle Clifford's a thug and Uncle Clifford was not about to cry in front of Mercedes. No, Uncle Clifford is Hi. not a thug. Hush! Uncle Clifford being this bitch oh taking dick, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Well, because Uncle Clifford is a... is a um Got his booty hole spitting. Uncle Clifford is... What is that? A, trans, a transvestite? No, Uncle Clifford would... Yes. 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 So, Uncle Clifford is a man... Mm-hmm. Who dresses like a woman, and I mean, he goes six foot all, five, right? But he go all the way out. He got the Beyonce wig on. He got his nails done. He got his face, his face beat to the gods. Like that's Uncle Clifford, and wears women's clothing. And, and wait, wait, wait. And also, still has a beard, and still has a beard and a mustache, and looks fine as hell. So, um, that's Uncle Clifford. But I identify with Uncle Clifford because Uncle Clifford is just looking for love out here. Like, he's trying to handle his business and everything, but he wants to be loved, too, which is where Lil' Murder comes in. Mm-hmm. Lil' Murder is this... Um, L- local uh, Local rapper. rapper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a local rapper. From and, with money. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and what it happens is he comes into the um, club with his boys, and they get into the little VIP room or whatever. And one of his boys gets real handsy with the new girl, Autumn Knight. And Second bay. <sighs> anyway. I lied. I lied. Third bay. Mississippi. Ooh. Really? Mississippi letting the fame get to her head, though. Facts. Like, And I don't like it. Like, So wait, wait. We're going to cut the bullshit there because we still want people to watch. We're going to cut the bullshit there. So I want you to read this text message. And, uh... With this text message, you allow me to understand how you perceive this. And I need you to read it from the beginning. You gonna preface this or I just gotta... Scroll. Scroll. It's not too long. Read it. You want me to read it out loud? Yeah. Alright, you said, uh, hey, I got your number from Lisa about doing some brick work. Did she tell you my price? No. Okay, the price is 600 and up. Okay, would you like to see the work that has to be done before? I no, so wait, wait, wait. Boop. The reason I don't stop you, because I'm trying to get the pillars done on my porch. Okay. Lisa is my friend. She's been on the podcast a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So she found a dude who was like, hey, this is what he do. Like, 
This the yeah. game. Okay. So okay. go ahead, keep on reading. Now this is the dude. She sent him pictures and everything uh, okay. of the work that need to be done. I have a budget of twelve hundred. I can do a little more, but not too much. I can twelve hundred. Okay, I have two pillars that need to be fixed. I charge think you meant double for other people messed ups. Mess ups. Okay, when can you start? As soon as you pay me. Okay, when can you pull up? I thought you was gonna pull up. Is this the number about the cocaine? Nah, this is about doing my porch. Don't you have the pics? Nah, I sell cocaine. I think you got the wrong number. <laughs> what? Right. Right. It fucked me up. Fuck me up. So I'm on the phone talking to talking to my homegirl Lisa. Right. So she like, nigga, you talked all that shit, talking about you wanted to sell dope your whole life and all this shit. First time you get the opportunity, you bitch up. I was like, man, look, I just get off the paperwork, baby. I ain't trying to go back. <laughs> so it was just strange. We had the wrong number. It was two numbers mixed up. Mm. But what is niggas doing in a day to day fucking life where you so easily text? No, I'm. I sell cocaine, nigga. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, think, was, I'm I was, hoping it's an undercover cop who's not smart. You really think so? I I don't know about that, but that definitely was a um Some walk- was a plot twist that I wasn't expecting. Hey, hey this shit should have been on power. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, and, and I'm sitting there. And me and Lisa is laughing at the shit. It's so fucking funny. And then I had to go back to my power shit. I was like, you ain't shit. I'm like, you ain't shit, Tasha. And she like, what? I'm like, you ain't shit, Tasha. I'm like, you remember the scene that the ghost got finished beating them cheeks? And he was like, baby, what do you think I could be? And she was like, the best drug dealer ever. I'm like, bitch, I'm trying to own clubs and shit. So... Uh- that was just weird. That was super fucking weird to text. When he when he said, I thought you was going to pull up. I was like, why would you pull up? You're trying to get your pillars taken care of. But he just sat here and had this whole conversation with you about pillars. You mentioned the pillars. And, oh, dog, nah, because I sell cocaine. What? Real shit. I want to screenshot it and put the shit up, but I'm not going to be that petty to put that man business out there. I mean, you hey. can put it up without his number. Yeah, yeah, but I ain't even gonna, I ain't even gonna do okay. all that shit. This nigga said, it ain't hard, we selling dope. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit kind of threw me for a loop. It kind of threw me off like, mm, okay, maybe this for shit, sure. maybe this shit look different. So, you know, on a podcast, I like to uh, be translucent to a certain degree with people. Translucent, not yeah. transparent. No, not translucent. Trans- translucent, not transparent. Okay. Translucent. You are totally right. It's transparent. <laughs> <laughs> you are totally right. So I like to be translucent. I'm a, mm. I, you got to stick with it. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. We're going to stick with it with now. It. I like to be that way with people j- just so they understand. No matter what walk of life you're going through or what you may understand, I'm human too. Mm-hmm. Don't put me on no pedestal because I'll knock that bitch over. I'll knock that bitch over. Don't worry, I'll never put you on a pedestal. I appreciate ever. that. I appreciate that. Ever. I didn't know they had rats in front. I mean, I, I didn't know they had rats at Oak Park. But here it is. Here you are. So. Mad. Uh, School's about to start for mm, Yeah. How you feel about that? I mean, I feel, I feel good about the fact that I don't have to be in the building with students. 
or with anybody else for that matter. Like I have a choice to either work from home or if I need to, for the purposes of my lessons, to go into the building to work from there. Um, but it's all 100% virtual for me and for my son's school. Um, I'm in grad Ooh. school and Ooh, that's he, all virtual too. So Oh, he going to be at home with you all the time. Uh, until he go to his daddy's house, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had to split this up. Like, hey, nigga, uh, I got I got Tuesday through Thursday. <laughs> you got the rest in the week. He gonna have the same days he always have, and I'm gonna just figure out how to make it work. That, that's the most important part, making work. Yeah, that's the that's the the easiest, hardest part is making it work for sure. But I have some ideas, like mom moment, real quick. So I was on Pinterest, and there was this mom who was talking about it's important to have a space for your kids. <clears throat> when What's it up? when What's it comes up? to you know doing their work and stuff, especially because it's at home, and ver- it's at home, it's virtual and stuff. They need to have a space where they can focus. Um, and this one mom showed how she had made, um, she had done you know little trifold boards that you do like science projects on and stuff. She had yeah no maybe so. So so she gave this nigga a cubicle. Basically, her like think think she got like three kids and she bought these um <laughs> they had cubicles she- already. <laughs> Talking about, hey, come over to my cubicle. Let me show you this bullshit. She she had three trifold boards, and she, like, put their names on the, at the top of the board so they would know whose board it was. She got their little schedule Ain't this a bitch? The so, so they got assigned seats at home? <laughs> they could take, they could move the, the board wherever they want to move I the board. I my mom the fuck out like, man, I hate this shit. <laughs> and, yeah, okay. And, and I'd be like, you're the worst principal ever. <laughs> I always over my motherfucking shoulder, nigga. <laughs> Whatever. It looked cute. Like, it was a good idea, I thought, because they got the schedule there. They got their, like, pencil case and stuff. Like, everything that they would need for, y'all, this man over here looking like a dragon and having fun. <laughs> Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> coming out of his nose, coming out of his mouth. I'm over here. I'm over here on a whole vibe. I was like this last night. I'm... I'm excited, but I will let you get your shit up before I talk about my assignment. So please finish. I mean, that was just it. Like, I've been looking at a lot of different ideas from both teachers and parents for how to, like, you know, kind of make this thing more fun because, you know, normally they're at school and they're surrounded by their friends and stuff. And even now, like with the platform that we're about to be using, my school, you apparently, I was talking to my son's friend's mom because we had a little play date or whatever for them. and, And that's extremely important. It is. Social skills is very important in the day and age. It is. Because kids will zone the fuck out and won't even interact with you. You'll be like, nigga, do you know you said two things to me today? <laughs> you said, I'm hungry and I'm hungry. Like, nigga. Double down. But she said that they're using the same platform that we're going to be using and they've already been training on it. She said that the bad part about it is that the kids can't see each other. So it's not like when we were using Google Classroom or, or, um, Google, whatever it is, Google Hangouts or whatever. The kids can't see each other in the new platform we'll be using. So I'm just like, hmm, well, that sucks. Like, I don't even know what else to say about it. But, I mean, I, you know, I'm happy that we'll be at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you you happy to be in your space until you really want to get the fuck out from your space? I, I already do, though. Like, I really I really just wish, like, if if it were possible, I would just do away with COVID. And be back in the building teaching because it's the most simple thing to do because it's what everybody knows. I mean, I can adapt to online instruction, but you want that <sighs> comfort zone back. You I want do. that real thing back. I do. And I miss my students. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I miss seeing them. Giving them hugs. Mm-hmm. 
giving them dap and stuff, doing our little handshakes in the door, talking to them in person. Is that important? The handshakes in the door? Mm-hmm. It makes them feel comfortable and it establishes, it establishes like a, um, it helps to establish a bond between you and your students. Um, even if, and it also gives them some kind of like, um, control. It gives them a fun thing to do, but also gives them control for some teachers. For some teachers, they just do a high five every time you go in. Me, I have literally a laundry list of things that they could do with me. I always tell them we can do high fives, hugs, handshakes, secret handshakes, fist bumps, elbows, fingers, dabs, hit the folks, or whatever else you want to do. You just got to let me know what it is. And some kids do one of those like individual hey, things. Hey. Bing! Hit the bell. <laughs> You're fucking amazing to go through that list. So a kid, it's like, yeah, you got too many options to come in, bitch, <laughs> and not do nothing, nigga. Yeah, but and some of them, they do only one of those individual things, and then some of them, they, like, do a couple of those things together, or we make up, like, a whole new... I had one student, she wanted to do a different handshake every semester, or every every quarter. We have four quarters in school year. She wanted to do a different handshake every quarter, and every quarter, the beginning of the quarter i learned a new handshake and we did a new handshake on her way in and some of them involved like us like kicking feet or whatever kind of like in um house, house party. party yeah what? well listen we will have a whole dance routine if i let them who taught her but it allows them to be able to choose what they want to do and it makes mm-hmm. them feel good about it too mm-hmm. one thing that i think is very important with fucking with youth is allowing them to have their own personality and not trying to control how they are. Yeah. <clears throat> Certain things you can control. Like, hey, you're you're an asshole. So let's <laughs> chill. Right. Or, hey, you're too sensitive. I just named both of my traits. Uh, you know, life, accurate. life is bigger than this. Oh, oh trust me. My, my people let me have it all the time. Shouts out to, uh, shouts out to Dia. We going to the suit shop. Uh, what is going to the suit shop? He told me. Cause he couldn't ride with me. I was acting sensitive, and mm-hmm. I was like, "No, everybody driving, and you stay E course, my man. Like you stay. Well, no, he he stays in Southwest. You stay in Southwest, my man. And you want me? You want to drive <clears throat> to your house, to my house, get in the car with me, and then I drive out there. And we going with L, but L driving out there. Everybody's driving. Everybody's coming from different destinations. My man, why, why, why can't you, you just so, drive? Yeah. First thing he said, man, get out your feelings, man. You being sensitive. Because <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to wait for you. Like, nigga, I drive to work too. I told him like, nigga, I drive further than you and I'm getting off Sunday morning. He like, shit, well, I'm getting off Sunday morning too. I said, you're not coming from Bloomfield Hills though. <laughs> he talk about, well, shit, I ain't choose that job. Who fought is that? I guess it's mine because I'm the only niggas that was hiring. <laughs> so it's different. But allowing them to have their own individual space and a certain thing that is precious with you and them is cool. I know it's going to be important because other kids that go to that uh, you will potentially teach will remember that and be like, oh, shit, nigga, I can't wait for that. So it's great marketing. I love that part of it. It's it's the shit. Okay, so tell me about you and your stuff and how you was so happy with this. What What did you call it? Blue Mermaid? No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's Queen of Sex. Oh, Queen of Sex. Yeah, it's Queen of Sex and it's Blue Mist. So, I'm ecstatic because the job I tried to get last year, I was able to get because me being uh, on that good-ass paperwork. Mm. Me being on that good-ass probation can the church say amen. Mm. So, 
with me being on that, I couldn't fuck with it. I went for the interview last week, Tuesday, and my background check came back Monday. Nobody called me and said shit. So I'm like, oh, my shit fucked up. (laughs) So I get a random text from my homeboy who was supervisor there, and he like, shit, nigga, uh, can you start tomorrow? Oh, wow. And I'm like, so my background came back. He like, oh, yeah, nigga, for sure, you good. I need you 11 to 7. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Congratulations. All right. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm back doing two jobs. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it, but I'm just excited to be back and getting in my flow again after Mm. uh, me being on probation, really nervous about how shit was going down with, you know, everything. So I'm back. Uh, I would like to say better than ever, smarter, and I look better. I would like to say. And I feel better. (laughs) Real nigga shit. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, I'm excited about that. Like, that's a new journey that I'm open-minded to. The little chicken, the little, uh, shit, I flirted with her and got her a number. Because my homeboy told me to. He was like, nigga, you got to flirt with her. Nigga, you got to get her a number. Wow. Yeah, I did this shit. It ain't going nowhere. That shit ain't going nowhere. You never know. I wanted to. I wanted oh, to. okay. <laughs> she likes skin with a fat one, though. She likes skin with a fat one. I ain't, I ain't even going front. She likes skin mm. with a fatty. Okay. Yeah. So, even with all that shit, it's just like, okay, I'm back in the swing of things. So, I'm a little ecstatic about it. And then, uh, I started. So, I'm I'm going to take the time out that I really need. So, I can't buy any more things. No more clothes. No more shoes. No more shoes. Oh. I can't. I'm on punishment till December. How are you going to survive? Shit, I done bought about 40 fucking bear i'm good i'm sure i'm good i'm surviving i will survive mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so i'm cool about that but every year i stop buying shoes for at least three to four months three to six months sometimes i just stop buying shoes what's the because purpose of that saving and then mentally people be like oh you love shoes and fashion so much you can't stop and i'd be like and it's something i practice every year mm-hmm. like i can stop whenever i feel like it Mm-hmm. and i actually do so it started a long time ago with a, a young lady named Kim. She was like, nigga, I bet you that you can't stop buying shoes for three months. And I was like, all right, at the end of them three months, you got to buy me some J's. And she was like, all right. And the, the deal was I couldn't purchase them, <clears throat> but I'm anal about shit. So it's not that I couldn't purchase them. I put in the stipulation that I couldn't accept them either. Okay. So if somebody bought me shoes, I'd be like, that's cool, but I really can't accept it. Hold on to those for like a couple more months for me and then I'm going to take them off your hands. No. You just didn't do it at all. No, I couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. Because you kind of broke the rules. Like, if I'm going to do some shit, I'm going to do it right. Like, with me doing the vegan shit, I do it right. I'm not going to fuck up. Like, I have a cheat day where I eat meat. Everybody know that. And Mm -hmm. I eat shit that I want. But it's a cheat meal. And then after that, I'm right back on my shit. I don't fuck up. So I don't allow space for that because I know if I start fucking up, I would continue to fuck up. Mm. I'm not going to say I'm perfect. And oh yeah, I never, I fucked up. One time I was super hungry after me and my brother worked out and he was like, I'm about to swing by Myers. I was like, nigga, I'm about to sit in the car. I remember he got you some chips that wasn't vegan or something, right? Messed you up. Some motherfucking Pringles, but they were salt and vinegar, but they use milk in theirs. Yeah. I eat Lay's. Lay's don't Don't use use milk. milk. He fucked me up. I banged about 20 of them bitches. <laughs> oh. And then looked at the back and it said contained milk. Oh, I felt bad. 
I threw the rest of them bitches away. Like, that no. was that wasn't intentional though. But but that's how shit happened. And, and I'm True. not tripping off that part of it. Like oh shit, like oh I failed. No, I'm human. Shit shit happened. I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just the game. And I like to approach it like that. That's why sometimes people get upset because there's no between in me. Sometimes I'm just so fucking anal. But then I have to open up and give them. That side of who I truly am. When people be like, damn, nigga, I ain't know you was just caring and understanding and cool to talk to. And I'd be like, well, nigga, I guess sides. <laughs> I guess sides. <laughs> Multifaceted. Yeah, I'm on that shit. So that's just uh, how I see and how I view different shit. But uh, I would still like for you to uh, preach about love and how love is beautiful. What? Okay, first of all, seriously, somebody needs to come get this man because I don't understand how we keep on ending up on this subject. Second of all, what makes you think I know anything about love or how it's beautiful, as you say? Sounds like you know something I don't know. Could you go through the process? No, I ain't going to say that. I've been arguing with a lot of women as of late. <laughs> I've been arguing. Like, mom, don't you know how sometimes your shit is rolling and can't nobody stop you? I'm not at that phase. Every time, every time I reach, they call file. Every mm, time. Mm. My shit fucked up. I done fouled out of so many games recently. I'm on the bench. Like, I can't help y'all. And they like, nigga, but you a key player. Like, not tonight. <laughs> y'all niggas got to do it on your own. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Good night. Well, I don't know nothing about love. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Dragon. This nigga lying, fam. I am not. This nigga lying. I definitely am not. So, you don't know nothing about love? I know about liking somebody. Okay. Well, well tell us about liking somebody. How, how is the process of liking somebody? It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was going to be easy. <laughs> uh, Because it's not supposed to be this hard. You know? You like somebody. They like you. Uh, I guess what's really hard about it is... Not living in Never Never Lane with Peter Pan. Shut <laughs> No, the hard part about it is the work that you have to put in it to make it work. Except I don't I don't even necessarily know if that's the hard part. Like it's easy when you and somebody else are just having fun and ain't no feelings involved and you know, there's no expectation. So if they ghost you or you ghost them, then I guess ain't nothing to it. Mm-hmm. And and that's the difficult part too cuz if you're just using somebody and fucking around and they don't know how the situation is, you create more more yeah, animals. The, the one who don't know how the situation is used to be me like all the time. Got ghosted a whole bunch. It was like PTSD, traumatic type stuff. But it's fine. Anyways. Um, it's part of the dope game that we have to embrace. The, the dope game. Yeah, ever since that text, everybody. everybody <laughs> I was about to say, your man's got you in the dope game now. Right. Unwillingly um, too. I was not a participant. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> that nigga was like, "Come sell this dope. What's dope? Shit in your hand, nigga. <laughs> mm. Go to the corner. <laughs> <laughs> not a tell people you have it, but don't tell people you have it. Like, nigga, how hard is this? <laughs> Incognito. That's what he wants you to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he tell you, I thought you was pulling up. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought you was pulling up. Um, but yeah, so. I don't know, like doing the hard stuff, having the conversations and having clear comprehension. 
I feel like that's all easy. I think the hard part is when one of you is just like the courting phase. I think the hard part is just when one of you is crazy. Oh shit! You never dated a woman before, have you? <sighs> that's strike two tonight. Okay. Anyways, let me strike out. Let me strike out. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> strike out. In in the grand scheme of things, in the in the uh, relationship that I'm currently in. Or situationship. Or, nah, I don't think it's necessarily a situationship. I say situationship because there's no title. Okay, fine. So the situationship that I'm currently in, we mm-hmm. are dating, but um, we have not given it a title of boyfriend, girlfriend, or like serious relationship or whatever. Um, and I realize that like some of you might be like, well, what if you're dating, aren't you? Uh, not necessarily. Uh-uh. You gotta do Ain't none of your business You gotta do that <laughs> shit Because When too many people comment When too many people Have suggestions When too many people Have Views It tends to take things Cause no matter what people say Sometimes In times Of weakness And I use times twice Of weakness We Replay that back in our mind Yeah So you gotta understand I'm more With being older Of planting seeds of growth not seeds of destruction. Because it's so easy. It's so easy to have a weak point and somebody say, act on it, do it. Yeah. Instead of saying, no, be strong, nigga. Like, it's part of the game. That's what I preach more. Like, no, nigga, be strong. It's part of the game. This is what you got to have. That's true. And you definitely have been an encouragement to me. Because love is dope. I don't know about love. <laughs> like but... is dope. Like <laughs> is dope. Like is dope. Yeah. Beginning sex? Oh, that shit is fire. You know no wrong. Uh, <laughs> like, what? This is the best dick suck I have ever gotten. Get okay, in a relationship you know with her. You get in a relationship with her. You be like, it's average as head. I be going soft in her. Wow, mind. really? Ah, uh-uh, look. This how dope the shit is in the beginning. In the beginning, with everything, it's cute until it's not no more. Mm. And then you gotta be like, uh, okay. So I want to ask you this question, and you. You know, I want you to be upfront and honest. Do you feel like your mate is a person that has to hear about everything you go through? He should be that ear for you. Um, do I think that he should be? I think that he should be available, you know, to be my sounding board. Mm-hmm. Um, and to like, you know, so that's a yes. Yeah, for like my struggles and my okay, cool. triumphs and everything. But cool, I got it wrong twice. <laughs> I got it wrong twice. But that doesn't mean that I necessarily am going to tell him everything. But see, and that's what the other young lady said. AJ said the same shit. She was like, "Yeah, but I'm not gonna tell you everything." Yeah, like there are things that I there are things that I discuss with him. Pillow talk stuff or just like stuff that like pillow talk is important because if y'all don't have pillow talk, it just like yeah, uh, like pillow talk, like stuff that makes me mad, stuff that makes me happy, stuff that goes on with my kids, stuff that goes on with my family that is both good and bad. Like we talk, we excuse me, we possess the capacity to talk about any and everything. Mm-hmm. Like he talks about stuff with me just like I talk about stuff with him, but I don't divulge everything to him. Cause, cause you have friends and, and your friends here that correct? Uh, yeah, cause I have friends, and then also because there's just some stuff that I'm just like mm, doesn't doesn't really need to be discussed, or I just don't want to rehash it. Facts. So, Facts. so I'm I'm partially wrong then, 
I'm partially wrong You're because uh, as a man, yes. So in in certain situations, because I was posed posed with the same question, I instantly said, "What? Why do you have friends? Why do you have friends if I have to go through every facet of life for you? Because I have a facet of life too. So that means if I got to hear about all your shit and I got to, I have to be corporate on my shit. What the fuck? No, you should be able to share your stuff too. But the thing is, is that the reason... It's hard when somebody else is giving you all that shit. If you're down to give me all your shit, and I have to deal with my own shit, like, come on. I'm supposed to be the release for you. Just like you're the release for me, though. I'm supposed to be the release for you too. The or, thing... or I say incorporate side, bitch. Bam! There you go. No. <laughs> No. I want to say that that was strike three, but that wasn't really directed to me. So I'm just, I'm going to let that one slide. Listen, though. Niggas ain't real. The reason, shut, the, shut up. The reason that you have friends, the reason that you share with your friends, but you also share with your significant other is because the relationship is, is different. If the relationships were all the same, then yeah, you could just share with your friends and be done or just share with him and be done. But the thing is, or her and be done. But the thing is, is that with your friends, like, for women, because I don't know how all guy male, most male friendships are. Um, but for women and their friendships, if we tell, like, if I, if I take, if I have a problem and I take it to my friends, my friends are going to be like, wow, they're going to be on my side. They're going to be like, wow, that's crazy. That's, you know, well, they shouldn't have done that. Well, you should, you know, stop messing with them or you should stop, you know, talking to them or, you know, she ain't a real friend or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. They're going to be on my side and they're going to share in my outrage. They're Mm -hmm. going to, you know, encourage me to cut that off from my life or whatever it is. And we're going to keep it moving. But if I talk to my man about it, my man is going to sit there and tell me he's going to be a bit more level-headed and objective. He's going to say, you know, he's going to listen to what it is. And men, their nature is to fix things. So he's going to listen to it, and then he's going to try and fix it. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be less emotional. Or he might give me a way to, like, work through it without necessarily needing to burn the whole bridge down. Because for me, I tell people all the time. If I'm going to burn a bridge, I'm going to burn it while I'm still standing on it because I want you to know how serious I am. And he's going to be the one to kind of pull me back from, you know, the abyss. You know what I mean? That's that's deep. Uh, I don't... I'm not... Uh, I'm not so... so deep with the, the burn... I burn a bridge down wholeheartedly. I do. <clears throat> and with me burning the bridge down, I understand the plight. <sighs> can I, can I, <laughs> sorry, I know this is like off topic, but can I just. Go ahead. Do your <laughs> shit. I do it all the time. <laughs> so. <laughs> I shared this with my friends the other day because, like, I just cannot believe this. Mm-hmm. So this guy who I used to talk to, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we weren't even really talking. We was just, we really was just fucking. Let's just call it what it was. Mm-hmm. I was developing feelings. He wasn't trying to, you know, really deal with me on that level. But he kept me around and he kept me kind of in the dark about it. So after a while, I just, like, got fed up. And I just, you know, I didn't cease all communication with him. But, like, when he talked to me, I was just kind of, like, one-wording it, and I wasn't really... Sound like he had some pretty decent penis for you not to want to cut it all the way off. 
You know what that shit be. <laughs> Devil dick. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Somebody knock your socks off, you be like, Well, but no, this nigga like text me, but okay. Well, but no, like he was he would like say stuff to me, he would send stuff to me, and I would be like like I would I would entertain it verbally, but like I stopped seeing him. In fact I might last time I seen him might have been a year ago. Out of sight, out of mind? Sort of. Um, so like, but like I said, he be texting me and, um, sending me, you know, videos or, or pictures or whatever, memes We're and stuff. Nasty shit? No, not all the time. Sometimes, but <laughs> not all the time. That nigga making his state claim like, Hey, I'm over here on some bullshit, but I want to let you know I'm still here. If you, if you with shits. Right. But I ain't been with it. So the other day <laughs> he texts me this picture and it says it's a it's uh, two pictures into one. The top picture is this big girl on top of this skinny man. And it's like, who said big girls can't ride? You better ask somebody. And then the bottom picture says, just ask Kevin. One ride changed his life. And Kevin is in a wheelchair in that bottom picture. Yeah. Okay. So he he sent this picture to me. It ain't worth it, Kevy Kev. Well, wait. He sent this picture to me and to somebody else in the same thread. Oh, that nigga shooting for a three. So I like his style. No, he definitely is, and he definitely did it on accident because right after he did it, he sends the picture to me by myself, and I text him back and I said, "LOL, nope, you didn't already send it to me and your other big booty friend." Uh huh. And he was like, "Ha ha, shut up." And I was like, mm-hmm, "Okay," and I just didn't say nothing else about it. Mm-hmm. Since then, he has been sending me videos and memes and other stuff, the not nasty kind. But sitting here right now, this was, she sent that on Monday. Whoever she is, she just texted back and said she was on her way. And she said, if you die, you die. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like. Yeah, when your phone. I'm screaming. Hey, hey, if I'm you, I'm petty. I'm liking the image. I'm liking what she it ain't said. A, it ain't a, I should like what she said. But it ain't an iPhone. So, and I don't like it when it comes up that so-and-so liked what she said or whatever. Oh, no, I'm with the shits. If I got to be with the shits, I'm with the shits. I'm just like, I just... Because <laughs> what you weren't about to do is you weren't about to get me caught up while you were sitting over here sleeping with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm not here for it. You should never be. Uh, always be on your own shit. So some shit... Uh, I laughed at it. Some, some shit with... I guess we should do some uh, current event shit. Uh, should we? Yeah. Uh, announcer used a race. Uh, not racial. Uh, he was talking about. Uh, he used a, a gay slur, a LGBT. Yeah. And the baseball players was apologizing for him. Like, hey, he does not represent who we are. Hey. So he wasn't apologizing for that. He apologized. Yeah. He he apologized and been on leave, but he uh, <clears throat> you know, people from the team step up. You mm-hmm. know, public relations people. Hey, yeah. this is the opportunity for you to look great. Apologize. People will remember mm-hmm. that. And <clears throat> I'm adding a disclaimer. I'm going to use some words. Okay. From my uh, my childhood, and I remember. I remember us being in school and people saying "faggot" or "you're gay" or. Yeah. Shit like that. And we took that shit in stride. Like, we took that shit in stride. We said it. 
it was it was a point in time when we didn't fully know the knowledge of the word, mm-hmm. but we just was like, hey, this was what they said. And to now be in this era where everybody is so apologetic, mm-hmm. except for when it comes to black people. Because mm-hmm. when you see incidents when white people really want to push buttons when phones out, they're like, fucking nigger. Right. And it's like, they're not always apologetic, but if it's if the shoe's on the other foot and it has something to do with the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ. plus. Yes. <clears throat> it seems like people are more apologetic to that. And it's a firm understanding I have that a lot of those people who live that lifestyle attempt to change movements. Because it was like, oh, Black Lives Matter. And then it was like, Black Trans Lives Matter. And it's like, so it's like nigga ain't you black I don't I don't well okay you gotta put the extra shit on yours but I think the I think that the point here because I'm not let me put my disclaimer I'm not speaking for anyone who is LGBTQ plus I'm not speaking for any of those people it's no it's no way we could I speak from a straight male right and you speak from a straight woman Right. That's the only place that we can speak for. Right. Um, and people of color. Y'all got to take me. Yeah. Y'all got to take me. Mexicans, <laughs> yes, you have color. They're part. Even though y'all don't get called uh, wet back like that no more. But uh, I'm still a nigga. And I'm wondering. You're dumb. <laughs> but you got to understand that is. Yeah. I get it. How many times we done heard cracker? Nigga stays. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a different playing field. And that's what people got to understand. With us, it's always deeper. Yeah. but And, I th- and I th- y'all want us to get the fuck on, but please go ahead. I think that the point, though, is that it seems to me from conversations that I've had that the reason behind there being this need for it to be Black Trans Lives Matter um, is because of the fact that some or many of them feel that their lives don't matter even within the movement. Kind of like how we say, like how, you know, white people would be like, well, all lives matter. Well, yeah, they do. But the reason we have to say black lives matter is because you all behave like they don't. No, the, the, In the same breath. The, the reason that we have to say our lives is because we're talking about us and it's directly affecting us. Right. Because you can say all lives matter and, that, and that'd be cool for your plight. But shit, my cousin was just shot by a cop. So I'm not going to say all lives because it's only people that look like me. That's getting shot. Yeah, that's getting shot and going up under scrutiny. Like if you put it in a percentage wise, my nigga, we whooping y'all ass. And that's that's a column. That's a percentage that y'all are comfortable with us having. Right. Because it's taken away from us. Now let's flip it. And if it's white people are getting killed and our percentages are being up by like, oh, well, we're the one who's getting the grants and the cheaper uh, rates for uh, when we go into a bank and yeah. want to get a home. Then I bet y'all will say, well, plead with us. Understand us. Y'all need to march with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the shoe was on the other foot, you would feel where we came from. Right. Thing with the thing with trans people or even people of the LGBTQ plus community is that they feel like their stories are still not being heard and their lives still don't matter any 
in in equal standing with black people. Mm-hmm. So there are I don't know the exact statistics, but um, I subscribe to Blavity. Shout out to Blavity. I subscribe to Blavity, which is a um, online. <laughs> it's in. I mean, it had nothing to do with me. I just, you know, I get a lot of my news about the culture, you know, and about things going on within the African American community and things that affect us from there. Um, it's a newsletter I signed up for. Anywho, so they talk about how within the movement, you know, obviously the movement has gained momentum. Um, there's conversations being had everywhere about Black Lives Matter, about the people who have died. There are still protesters out there. All 50 states have protested, um, which is something that has never happened in U.S. history. Um, but all the states protested. There's still protesters out there. This is still a big conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sincerely hope that it doesn't die down. But within that conversation, there hey, Real quick. Uh, and I hate to cut you off. They still haven't arrested the killers of Breonna Taylor. They sure have not. And that's very important. And with this platform, I have to speak to that. Even though it's other individuals, <clears throat> I choose to speak on this one just because of the story in the background. So until they arrest them or prosecute them or send them to the legal system the correct way, mm-hmm. I think that... Uh, it needs to be a change. Like it, it has to be something deeper because everybody know Breonna Taylor. I get yeah. females in, in my life that I, I don't wish would be sleeping peacefully in a crib and get killed. Yeah. And the only thing that you can say is, Hey, we had a warrant and we had the wrong house and it's a high percentage of that. Yeah. But please go uh, there. I just had to speak the piece on there. No, I feel it. Um, but there are trans people out there who are getting slaughtered and nobody talks about it. Nobody tells their story. They don't end up in the news or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And that's where they're hoping the discussion will start to happen too. Because for them, for us, it's a race issue Mm -hmm. for them. It's a, it's a race and a, it's a race issue and a hate crime. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's a hate crime. It well, should it's be hate, more yeah. of a hate crime with us, us as but well. That's how we get divided when people are like, "Oh, it should be more us." Because I have my views on how people from that movement move. Because I feel like certain ways and certain people have very mischievous uh, agendas, and okay. they put you in a position where you don't have a choice. Okay, so. That's for a different podcast. And my whole thing is not to offend people. But if you get offended, you know, take your offense. Like, still be upset about it. I'm I'm one. I can't tell you. I'm not here to woo you or tell you, oh, it's all right. I didn't mean it like that. I mentioned how I said it. And the scrutiny that comes with it, I would have to accept it. But it's also scrutiny in your life and your lifestyle. Yeah. And please accept that. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Because if I'm out here calling everybody niggas and saying fuck everybody and I wish a nigga would and then a nigga would and then I do something and I go to jail I can't be like oh but come on now hey <laughs> I was just protecting no my nigga come with the game it come with the game that's what happened with the dope game yeah I understand it <laughs> I understand it I think we took a like a, a dark turn right there we did just a little bit I know it's the wine <laughs> is it might be the 26 I don't know I think it's that
Queen of Sex in the Blue River? Blue Mountain? Mist. Blue Mist. <laughs> she didn't call this shit. The Blue Smurf. <laughs> Papa the Smurf. The Blue Mermaid. The <laughs> Smurfette. <laughs> the Blue Dolphin. Uh-huh. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to talk about? I feel like we hit a lot of stuff. I feel like it's a, a certain agenda. Hey, people that get in new relationships, while y'all still love one another, you should go to a sex shop. You should go to a Sorella's, a Lover's Lane, uh, some freaky shit online. You should go there. And please, take your mate with you. Find some fun toys. Somebody, somebody tie somebody else up. I got stuff at home, so we good. What do you like? What type of stuff do you have at home? Do you like to be tied up? Uh, yeah. You, you know, you... um. Oh yeah! I had a little test, a little sex test. Yeah, I was sending that to everybody. <laughs> yeah, send it to everybody. Mine said I was a. Um... She around this bitch exposing niggas though. <laughs> <laughs> the little test you sent me, like, <laughs> God damn it! No, no, no! You didn't send me that. Well, no. Oh no! I, I didn't. I had already taken the test, and then you yeah, mentioned it to me, yeah. and I was like, Yeah, I already took this. Yeah, get the fuck on. Tell your <laughs> truth, nigga. That's what I was trying to say. He probably sent it to everybody else, but I had already taken it. So when he mentioned it to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I already took that. And uh, at the very top of my list, it said, basically, I think it called me a rope bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I like. <laughs> That's a dope test. Anybody that wants to get the test taken, please comment, send me something. Uh, I have social media. You can actually follow me on SoundCloud. And if you follow me on SoundCloud, you can actually comment on this one. And if you comment, I will uh, hit you back and allow you to know what the test is. So please send it send it to you and your bae. It might make his day or her day. Mm, and hey, important shit is, it, male or female, it is always the play if somebody Uber eats you some food or cash up you some money for some food. Always the play. No matter how mad a motherfucker be, they be hungry. That's true. For some women, that's the quickest way to get them not mad. I have a friend. Uh, wait, wait, wait. If you a real one, six piece all flats <laughs> with the fries. I have a friend who her love language is definitely food. She has skinny little thing. But her definitely her love language is definitely food. I can't stay with her and go to the bathroom after her. You're an idiot. Real shit. But she loves food. And uh, anytime she was mad when she had a man, if he brought her some food, she just set the food, go on about her day. You have to know how to get bait unmad. And it can't be always buying shit. Sometimes you gotta, it's words. I seen something dope that was like, I shouldn't always have to take you out to eat to get to know you. I believe that. That's true. I Absolutely. That. Hey, a walk in the park with our Corona mask on will be the play. That's what's up. It's real. You have to take a walk somewhere. If you stay by a mile or you stay in a in a fucked up area, don't walk the projects. Don't walk where niggas getting shot. Uh. Drive somewhere nice and walk there. Don't don't walk to the park. I mean, don't go to the park where everybody be fucking at either. <laughs> Cause you rude to be walking and looking like that girl is in that bitch getting done right. Or or you <laughs> may feel like you've done this before. Fucked at a park. You haven't. I meant been a spectator. No, it used to be a park, uh, Barnes Park. I I took a chick there. I took a chick to. I don't think I got no cheeks at Scantler. I got some cheeks at Belle Isle. I want to say. I ain't never fucked in a park. 
I've worked in public places before. But I have. You had a bum ass childhood. <laughs> I just want to let you know that. Uh, well, you had a bum ass adulthood. I'll say that. I fucked I'm, that. I fucked that Refford High School broad daylight on a bench, and people was like, "Get a room," and I was like, "Nigga, I'm 16. I'm broke. I don't got no money for it, but I got money for condoms." People I was walking around. Believe that. Yeah. She shouldn't have called me out. East Side. I was on the West. I was acting like I ain't had no home training. Clearly, my grandma would be so fucking ashamed. <laughs> right but I bring up her shit like, "You ain't ever did nothing nasty." I bet you you look just like that. I know. She'd probably be like, boy, mind your motherfucking business. Oh, so your grandma like Uncle Clifford's grandma? Yeah, get me right. Yeah, she do. That's my dog. I love her. I love my grandma. Everybody love that grandma. I love my grandma more than I love my mama and daddy. My grandma a real nigga. Hmm. Okay. I, I let nigga slap my daddy and my mama. Pop, pop. Shit, you better hit that nigga back. And nigga raise his hand slap my grandma. That nigga gonna smell my cologne. She in a nursing home. <laughs> She in a nursing home. I wish she would be like, somebody hit prepared. me. I'm up there with the pistol. Like, point them out, point them out. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting outside playing T.I. Bring them out, bring them out. <laughs> nigga, you got to come out. You got to come out, nigga. You going to see me. You going to see me, nigga. I do That's a shift funny. at this bitch. That's Worker funny. be calling. Why ain't you here? Nigga, slap my grandma, nigga. I quit. You got to go. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that. You ain't going to slap my... You ain't going to slap Evelyn. You going to slap Evelyn and shit going to oh, be Evelyn. cool. I like her name. Hey, hey. That's, that's gonna be the last time you coming on Evelyn like that. What? <laughs> niggas be overprotective. I slapped shit out of nigga about that. I slapped the. I slapped the. <laughs> I said I like her name. I slapped the taste out of nigga mouth. Oh my gosh. Nigga. That's why we gonna be fighting. Cause like I said, I'm a whole thug. Okay. <laughs> you gonna be crying in the corner like, oh, just please, please. That's real shit. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have anything on the agenda. NBA is on. Uh, my Lakers lost. I need for them to be great. I I like Damian Lillard. I don't like him enough to beat my Lakers. But mm-hmm. I like him. If he beat my Lakers, I'm probably not going to watch him play basketball for a nice little minute. Really? Yeah, I'm not. He oh, beat my Lakers like himself. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <sighs> Tomorrow I'm wearing my Lakers jersey. I got to go sign some paperwork mm-hmm. for uh, the new gig. I'm coming in that bitch with my Lakers shit on. Win, lose, or draw. Okay. You want to set me high I am, bitch. Oh, okay. I'm in there. Fuck that. Yay it up. Yay, yay. Let me know how that goes. I will. Uh, So I think that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for coming over, uh, Cherry. For sure. Uh, We had a great time. We always do. Uh, We had a wine. Oh, shit. I have to do my second and possibly last shameless plug. Possibly last. Yeah. Uh, I did one uh, with Bougie Babe Swimwear. So hmm. now... Yep, uh, that's my homegirl. She's been on the podcast. She's known as the witch. So, uh, I had to... Where the fuck is it at? That's fucked up that I got to go through all this extra shit to do my shameless plug because I was not ready. That's why I can't find the motherfuckers want to change their name on the book and shit. <laughs> I hate her. You're supposed to have this stuff prepared before you come on. She the changed air. her name, so Mm-mm. Uh, she beat faces. Her name is Zion Lee. I don't know why she changed her fucking name, but uh, this is Shanice. She does uh, makeup, and uh, that's her Facebook page. You can go there. Uh, she's out of. 
Alabama, Birmingham, where my people from, 205. I fucks with it. And uh, I gotta find her. Oh, the name of her stuff is Face by Shanice. And she went to Alabama uh, Board of Cosmetology. So she's certified. Uh, she does really good work. If you're ever or if you are in the Alabama area, check her out. Uh, <clears throat> please say I sent you. No, you will not get a discount or anything off. <laughs> 